This is the Pokedex Radio Podcast, where you can learn to be the very best like no one ever was. Every Pokemon trainer knows that the best place to learn everything about Pokemon is to check their Pokedex. Now this is where we talk about all things Pokemon from the video game to the anime and more. Learn how to be a Pokemon master at PokedexRadio.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pokedex Radio Podcast. Trainers, my name is Austin and I am the host of this show. Uh, I do want to thank you very much for listening in today. If you'd like to see the show notes for today's episode, you can find it over at pokedexradio.com slash 54. Uh, for all the links, all the videos I'll be talking about today, there I think we have three videos up there right now uh, for today's episode, as well as a bunch of links for stuff. Today... Uh, and, and if you'd like to email me, you can email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com. I'd like to hear your guys' opinions about the show, about Pokemon stuff, or if you just want to chat, again, feedback at pokedexradio.com. Now, there has uh, been a lot of new stuff within the past week now. Uh, today, kind of the main stuff we're going to be talking about um, is the uh, that new Pokemon uh, that Gotta Catch Em All sweepstakes. Um, and also tons of more Pokemon X and Y news, some stuff that I just found out right before recording. Um, and I'm recording kind of late today. It's, it's late on Thursday. Usually I release uh, this episode, uh, these shows on Thursday mornings, uh, but I, it's like Thursday night right now. So I'm kind of late today, but thankfully I'm recording now because there's some new updates that I saw right before I started recording today and, and they're kind of bummers, but, but we'll talk about them later. Uh, the first thing I wanted to talk about uh, are the videos um, that I mentioned. There's a new uh, English uh, Pokemon X and Y commercial and two uh, Japanese commercials. Well, actually, not two Japanese commercials. There's two videos. Uh, it's from the uh, Nintendo eShop in Japan. Um, it's the, for the, from the Japanese eShop or the Nintendo eShop. Uh, and there's a, a series of commercials. They're kind of strung together into one big video, two big videos, I'm sorry. Um, one of the videos, I think, has three commercials and the other one I think has like four or five commercials. I was, I didn't really look at them too into, into too much detail and count them or anything. But, uh, so let's go ahead and let's talk about the first one. Let's play the first one is the audio there. The audio is there. Let's play a little bit of the first one or else we'll probably just play the whole thing and we'll talk about it. Last night I dreamed of all new Pokemon. I dreamed of an amazing new region to explore. Dreamed of new ways to battle. I dreamed of awesome new legendary Pokemon. You can experience Pokemon like never before. It's All right. Okay. So, so that was the English commercial that's right. That's out right now. Um, if there's another one, I don't know. Uh, if there's any more commercials, I'm not sure. But that was the English commercial that is uh, on TV at the current moment. Um, advertising for Pokemon X and Y. And they're very cool-looking commercial on, commercials. Honestly, it reminds me of the older uh, Pokemon commercials. Uh, I guess they kind of took the idea from the old commercials, mixed them with some of the newer commercials, like um, 
I think it was for Pokemon Platinum, um, or probably uh, one of the Poke Park games. I don't remember. The commercial was from a while ago, um, where there's uh, like Pikachu and then some of the other starter Pokemon are kind of like um, in a in like a I don't want to say a valley, but like on a field and near a river and stuff like that. And it's it's all digital animation. And they did the same thing with this one, except not really. Uh, they kind of did. There was a girl. She was sitting on top of the Go Goat, uh, like riding the Go Goat. But the go-go kind of like shook and the girl didn't move and she was clearly sitting in front of a green screen on top of like a green screen little like go-goat thing. Um, the commercial is cool. I'm, I'm not going to say it's not. I mean it's it's a very well done commercial. Um, I like it. it. It's cool. They're bringing back some of the old ideas from Pokemon where there was a commercial where there was kids on a bus and um, and like Pokemon are like everywhere and stuff like that except those are all, all you know clearly cartoon looking Pokemon and these are more, you know, CGI kind of digital animation sort of thing. And it looks very cool. The other commercials, um, they're kind of trailers for the new X and Y games, obviously. Um, let's see. I think this is, I think this was the one where it kind of had like an evolution of, I need audio. There you go. Yeah, there you go. Um, I um, this particular commercial I thought was really cool. Um, all right, come on, come on, lower your voice. Okay, I thought this commercial was really cool, mainly because um, they had uh, you heard the 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 evolution music from the video games, um, and it the way they did the video was uh, stop playing uh, was very cool uh, because it, they not only had the evolution of they showed there a Charizard evolving to uh, Charmander evolving to Charmeleon evolving to Charizard and then mega evolving to mega Charizard. Um, but they also had the evolution of the uh, handheld Nintendo device as well. They had an old Char- Charmander, the old Sprite of Charmander from like red, the, you know, the, the old red and blue games and, or red and green, um, from Japan, obviously. Uh, actually, I think they updated the artwork between the original red and green to blue. Uh, I don't remember, but uh, pretty much the old red and blue uh, sprite for Charmander, and then the um, like the Game Boy, and then it was on a Game Boy, and they had on a Game Boy Advance an older sprite for Charmeleon, and then they had on a Nintendo DS the old um, uh, the like Game Boy Advance looking sprite for Charizard, and then with a with a frame of the Nintendo 3DS around it a Charizard mega evolving into mega Charizard. I thought that was a very cool idea to show the evolution of not only the handheld systems but also of the Pokemon itself, Charmander, Charmeleon to Charizard to mega Charizard. Um was very creative what they did with that. And um the, it's a string of commercials put together. I think it's um this looks like three different commercials at 30 seconds a piece. Um very cool. You go ahead and check it out. Pokedexradio.com slash 54 to see the first commercial. Actually, probably I'll rearrange them to play them in order of the way I'm doing it now. Um, so the English X and Y commercial will be the, the top video. Uh, the middle video will be the one with the Char- Charmander stuff. And then the last video is just, uh, put up the audio, it's just a couple of little things showing like Pokemon and me. This is, I'm like three minutes into this video. Showing the uh, the PSS, the the player search system thing. It's pretty cool. All right, go away. 
uh, th- those are, I mean, a lot of these videos are pretty cool, pretty interesting. Go ahead and check them out. Pokedexradio.com slash 54 to see these trailers for Pokemon X and Y. Uh, the, the, pre- the, the last two videos, there's, uh, out of the three, the last two are in Japanese, and it's a bunch of trailers put together, both of them. Obviously, the first one is just in English. But those are really all the videos I kind of wanted to talk about uh, for this kind of, <clears throat> excuse me, segment of uh, Pokedex Radio. So um, let's get into the rest of the stuff right after this. Now, if you're looking to shop on Amazon for video games and Pokemon merchandise, let's say maybe Pokemon X and Y, if you haven't pre-recorded that yet, go and do it. Go to pokedexradio.com slash store to pre-order the new Pokemon X and Y games. And if you don't have a Nintendo 3DS, pre-order one or um, pre-order one. I pre-ordered the Nintendo 2DS instead. I think the 2DS is a great option over the 3DS now, mainly because I pre-ordered also a Nintendo 2DS for myself. I decided to go, uh, instead of getting the 3DS, getting the 2DS, um, because it is cheaper. Uh, it is cheaper, and it's most likely just because it's cheaper. Um, you know, there's really no other reason why I got the, <clears throat> excuse me, why I got the 2DS instead. But if you haven't pre-ordered any of the new games yet, go to pokedexradio.com slash store to pre-order the new Pokemon games over at my store. Uh, It's my Amazon affiliate store at the Pokedex Radio website. And now, if you're going to be buying the games online in the future anyways, I mean, holidays are coming up. Go ahead, buy them from my store. It'll help me out too. It'll help me try to fund some of the stuff that I do in the podcast, uh, mainly because some of the things I do, I kind of have to pay for. So... It'll be cool if you guys go ahead and buy that. Uh, I know somebody recently bought one of the strategy, uh, bought the new X and Y strategy guide um, uh, from my Amazon affiliate store. Thank you to whoever that was who purchased that. Um, I'm, you know, kind of I check every once in a while to see if anybody's purchased anything. So somebody just recently bought the strategy guide. I'm going to go ahead and buy mine as well. So go ahead, check it out. Pre-order the games at pokedexradio.com slash store. Now, a lot of the newer stuff that we have over the past week, the newer news, that's what I should say, over the past week or so actually happened right after I published the episode last week, episode 53. So um, a lot of this stuff kind of might be a little bit old uh, as far as some of the news is, but there's some stuff I also want to talk about that is brand new at least five minutes before I started recording. Uh, I saw on Facebook, it was um, a Bulbapedia or Bulba Garden. Um, uh, posted something on Facebook, at least right now it's as of three hours ago, actually. Well, sorry. I saw it five minutes before I started recording, whatever. Um, about three hours ago from my time or right at this current moment. Um, but we'll talk about that in a minute. Those are some things that I actually don't like about the new X and Y games, but let's talk about some of the updates that we've seen. Uh, first off here we have, where's my, <clears throat> where's my notes? Uh, first off, we've seen the starter names for the uh, we've seen the English names for the starter evolutions of Chespin, Fennekin, and Froakie. Uh, the starter names are Quilladin is Chespin's evolution. Um, Bryxen is uh, Fennekin's evolution, and Frogadier is Froakie's evolution. Now, Chespin's evolution, Quilladin, looks kind of like. Okay, it has the name Quill in it, so you kind of have that like hedgehoggy type of thing. Like remember Cyndaquil, and then uh, Quillava afterwards. Uh, it kind of has like sort of. Like, I think those kind of look more like ferrets, um, but I I have a feeling that the third 
and final evolution of chess pin is going to be, okay, you got chess pin. I didn't realize the whole pin thing. Okay. There's pins and then you get quills, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be a somewhat sand shrew or sand slash looking sand slash looking Pokemon. Uh, very similar to like a hedgehog type of thing. I'm expecting that. Um, and yeah, you know, sand slash and sand shrew were both, um, ground type Pokemon and Chespin and its evolutions can learn, uh, maybe a ground type move or two. Obviously we know it, it can learn mud shot at least. So I feel that it might evolve into a grass ground type, not sure, but with its evolutions and kind of the way it looks, I have a feeling it's going to go into that type of area, like a hedgehoggy type of looking Pokemon. Um, the next one, uh, Fennekin's evolution, Bryxen, um, the Fox Pokemon. And one of the things about, about Bryxen that I mentioned last time, uh, it's, uh, I guess it's Pokedex, uh, entry. Uh, it's, uh, once Fennekin evolves into Bryxen, it no longer eats branches, but it still keeps a tree branch in its tail, which seems to keep, uh, which seems to calm the Pokemon. Um, interesting, you know, and if you, if you, that's kind of weird, but if you look at the, um, artwork for Bryxen, the stick, the twig in its tail, the branch in its tail, when they come together, it looks like a witch's broom. And I mentioned, I mentioned this last week and I had a discussion with a guy I work with. His name is Renee. I've mentioned him a few times before I had a discussion with him and he was telling me, he goes, when I think of witches, I think of, you know, in the old fairy tales where witches would be able to cast spells and things like that. So I think of a fairy type and I was like, that is, makes sense. And he was able to elaborate more on it. And I forgot exactly what he said, because I haven't talked to him in a little while. Um, but he was a little, he was able to elaborate a little bit more about it, uh, pretty much kind of, um, giving justice to the fact that it might be a fire fairy type. Personally, I'm leaning more towards a fire psychic type, which is what I would prefer to see. Um, but fire fairy, would be awesome to see um, because it looks like a witch's broom. When I think of a witch, I think of, you know, psychic moves, but then again, fairy can make sense, you know, casting spells, things like that. We have psychic, which is more um, mental moves like, like, um, uh, like, a, um, like kind of like a mind over matter type of thing. That's why uh, fighting is weak against a psychic kind of have that mind over matter type of mentality. Um, and when you think of casting spells and things like that, you would think more of a fairy type, um, as well as a lot of the fairy tales, you know, there would be, you know, some sort of spell cast on a dragon, you know, usually there's dragons and stuff in fairy tales. So that makes perfect sense now that I really think about it. And I'm thinking Braxian, uh, Bra- yeah, Braxian. Yeah. Um, Fennekin's final evolution, if not already Braxian too, is a possible fire fairy type. I would love to see this, but I don't think that they're going to, that they're going to do it because they didn't actually bring around a um, uh, a new uh, how do you how do you say a a newer type to a starter Pokemon until like the fourth generation with uh, Piplup's final evolution. I can't think of the name off the top of my head right now. But, okay, you, we see Steel-type comes in in the second generation, and then two generations later, then we see Steel being implemented in a starter Pokemon. So, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, Froakie's evolution, like I said, is Frogadier. Frogadier is the bubble frog Pokemon. Uh, when it evolves, its jumping skill improves. 
During battle, Frogadier confounds its opponents by leaping about the ceiling or into trees. Um, I have the weird feeling that Frogadier might eventually become a, uh, a water-flying type Pokemon. Um, I might be wrong, though. I'm most likely wrong, though. I, I don't know. That's For some reason, I get that that sort of impression from Frogadier. Or even a um, a water poison type. It's a frog. Frogs can be poison or a water fighting. Um, I don't know. But, I mean, just the way it looks at the current moment, I'm thinking water fighting. Just because it kind of has... If, if you look at... Um, the three starter Pokemon, uh, Quilladin, at least the, the second stage of the three starter Pokemon, uh, Quilladin is kind of bipedal. It has that weird little thing around it. I have a feeling there's going to be more spikes on its back other than just the two kind of, that looks like ears. Um, uh, Fennekin's evolution, uh, Bryxen is bipedal, which means it stands on two legs as well. And Frogadier, Froki's evolution also, is seemingly bipedal just because in its artwork um it kind of has like one arm up and it's kind of like standing on three of its uh three of its legs and one of uh, two of its it's two hind legs and one of its arms and he's like holding one of his arms out i don't know maybe to punch i i, I don't know that's the idea i get from it uh as a, a possible ev- uh, evolution type for this pokemon but those are those are my uh those are my ideas i don't know we'll see once the game comes out in less than a month now, we have three weeks till this game comes out and I am super excited to see what happens. Okay. Next we have some updates from last episode. I talked about the fossil Pokemon, um, from last episode and, uh, the Japanese names were Chigurasu was the T-Rex Pokemon and, uh, Amarusu was the, uh, Stegosaurus. I think that's what it's called Pokemon. Okay. So, uh, Chigurasu, the T-Rex one has, um, is known as the Royal Air Pokemon, has the ability Strong Jaw. Uh, it is restored from the Jaw Fossil, and its English name is Tyrunt, uh, which makes sense. Tyrannosaur, that's a little tiny thing, so it's like a runt. So Tyrunt makes sense. Okay. Um, Amarusu is now, uh, its English name is Amara. Uh, again, no, is known as the Tundra Pokemon. Its ability is called Refrigerate, which I think is kind of interesting um it can be restored from the sail fossil sail like um like a ship or like it has sails like a a sailboat whatever um obviously it's uh it's half ice so it can learn aurora beam its evolutions where are the evolutions its evolutions and i'll mention the sail things again in a second um uh tyrant evolves into uh tyrantrum and amara evolves into aurorus uh which is going to give me a tough time because my R's are a little weird when I, when I say R stuff. So Tyrantrum looks awesome. Honestly, I don't know how else to put it. It looks kind of digimon but if you look at it, it looks awesome. I can see this, I feel, is good Pokemon stuff. You know, some of the other Pokemon kind of look weird, like um, that ice cream one. I can't think of its name. Uh, and then the garbage one. And then a few other ones like Sock and Throw. These, to me, look like Pokemon. Anyways, uh, then Aurorus um, is that like Stegosaurus, that like long neck, like little foot type Pokemon thing. Um, you look at it and it has like these huge like, it looks like elephant ears type things, but I, I'm assuming they might be sails of some kind um, 
on its neck, extending from like the middle of its head down his neck, uh, right down to its back. Uh, kind of looks like hair if you look at it in a weird way. Also kind of looks like wings or elephant ears, depending on how you look at it. Um, it's an interesting looking Pokemon. And because it's um, it's from the sale fossil, I'm assuming these might be sales of some kind. Um, maybe it can learn surf. I don't know. Um, maybe it's, you know, it at one point in time lived in the water or something like that. I'm, I'm not sure. It's a, you know, I believe it's a, an ice and, um, rock type Pokemon. Usually the fossil Pokemon are always half rock or something like that. But these are, these are pretty cool, uh, looking Pokemon. Um, so yeah, these are very interesting. Uh, some more updates. Another Pokemon that I mentioned last week called Turimian, which I, I, kind of assumed it was like a llama type Pokemon or an alpaca looking Pokemon. It's actually like a poodle. Um, how I got those two confused, I have no idea, but looking at it now, uh, yeah, it makes sense that it looks like a poodle mostly because, okay. Turimian, it's English name is Furfro, F U R F R O U Furfro. Um, and it can learn a new move called baby doll eyes, which allows the user to go first, regardless of your speed and lowers the target's attack stat, which is kind of cool. Uh, and there's a new feature with Furfro, and one of the reasons I thought it was kind of like a llama, uh, but makes sense that it's kind of like a poodle, is that you're able to groom it in different ways. And if you don't groom it for a while, it'll all of its hair will grow back. Makes sense, right? Um, and it's uh, apparently it is an intelligent and loyal Pokemon, and in ancient times it guarded the king of Kalos. I like when you get like lore and stuff like that from games from specific Pokemon, um, the King of Kalos. So we have some sort of like backstory to the Kalos region, which is cool. I like hearing this. I want to see more of this, you know, in the, uh, original, uh, red, blue, and yellow. Well, not really yellow. Let's put yellow to the side. Cause yellow is more like anime centered game, but like red, blue, uh, games and also fire and leaf green, we'll call it, um, kind of, were very technical, very, you know, city life kind of based and very, um, like scientific. We have, you know, Mew and they got the DNA from Mew to, and then there was, then they did that and all that stuff to whatever. And then Mewtwo came about. Um, and then in the, uh, heart gold and soul silver games or gold, silver and crystal, uh, there was very kind of like going, going out back to your roots, kind of, kind of, uh, idea for the games, like going out and like living in the country sort of thing, which I think is very, um, it was a, you know, a, a contrast to how technical and, and how, how, how kind of big city, um, the mentality of like a big city for the original red, blue games, uh, for the Kanto region, going to the Johto region was like going out to the country. Um, Sort of. I mean, obviously, Goldenrod City is a gigantic city, but still, we get that idea of going out to the country because we see stuff like, you know, the uh, the farm that was out there, like the Moo Moo Farm and stuff like that. Um, and then going o- over to, and then we have all the uh, uh, all the like the background story of the Johto region, like with Ho Oh and Lugia, and with the three legendary beasts as well. And I, and I like the mythology behind the. Uh, the Pokemon, the Pokemon regions. And then you go to, um, to the Hoenn region where the Hoenn region, you know, you get a creation story. Like, what is this? Like you get like religion, like you get substance behind the Pokemon games, which is amazing to see. Um, 
you get you know Kyogre carved out the the oceans and and Groudon raised the uh, raised the land to create the, the Hoenn region and stuff like that and create the world and I'm like what is going on here I mean this is insane this is amazing though um, and then you go to um, and then and then afterwards you know Rayquaza comes and quells them and they go off to their thing and then in the Sinnoh region you get the idea of creation not just creation of of you know lands and seas and stuff like that but the creation of pokemon in general you know uh arceus is the you know the original one or the creator he's the one who created all these other pokemon and then from you know he created dialga to control time palkia to control um i'm sorry whichever one time and space is it raining outside yeah Okay, um, like Palkia to control time and space and Giratina to, you know, rule over the dark world and stuff like that. You get this idea of like, and I, and I don't want to get too much into it just because it's like, you know, I don't want to talk about really religion here. But it's it's very much like a sort of like Dante's Inferno kind of idea of, you know, stop raining. Um, sort of like an, an idea of Giratina going into the dark world, like, you know, the idea of like Lucifer being sent down from heaven or whatever, you know, to to rule over um hell pretty much i mean it's it's awesome like i love the idea of of religion in in these pokemon games not as you know something to like abide by or anything like that but just the fact that it has it there and then now with the new games um uh black and white was also very city life you know very very much like that and also the idea of having um uh kind of like very the, the way we are in, in in the world right now, like everybody's trying to be environmental and stuff like that. And, and, and the guy N always like, you know, you can't use Pokemon. Pokemon is like, he's like FEMA, you know, for some reason. He's weird. Um, uh, but then again, he goes, um, like that FEMA, PETA. I don't think of PETA. I don't remember. Um, but he's very, you know, don't use Pokemon. You know, using Pokemon is bad. You're abusing Pokemon uh, and all this other good stuff like the ASPCA sort of thing or whatever. Um He's against Pokemon abuse and he's very in, and like everybody's like really environmental in the game, you know, and stuff like that, which I think is interesting. And now we're going to this seeing kind of like there was a king of this region at one point in time. You know, who was this king? You know, what did he do? You know, why did he have this poodle looking thing guarding him all the time? You know, interesting. I want to see more about this game. I can't wait to play it like this. Honestly, like, I wasn't that excited for black and white or black and white too. At least much less black and white too than the original black and white, but I'm actually excited for X and Y to come out. Uh, I really haven't done that all region challenge thing too much. I've been really, I'm still in leaf green. Like, come on, I'm not going to be able to finish that by now. Um, but I am extremely excited for these games. I haven't even played black and white too yet, actually. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to see these games. Anyways, back to some of the updates. So Furfro, you can actually groom Furfro in several ways. One of them, uh, I mean, they kind of look, you know, if you look at it, it looks like a poodle. So one of them, you have like, you know, blue accents with like a blue star on its tail, blue star on its forehead. One is pink with a heart on its tail and a heart on its forehead. One is kind of like, I don't want to say brown or like yellow looking, maybe gold looking. Um, uh, and its hind legs are covered in like maybe gold, yellow, or brown looking fur. It has like a diamond shape on its tail and a diamond shape on its forehead. Um, and if you let its hair just keep growing out and growing out, it'll look like, you know, a hairy poodle um, or kind of like a llama looking thing. It's maybe a mix of the two. I don't know. 
Um, let's see. And, and some, some things that are interesting about the new games. Okay, we have now uh, been shown the evolution of Litleo, the evolution of Litleo, the uh, little like lion Pokemon. Um, its evolution is called Pyroar. And there are distinct male and female versions of Pyroar. Um, one looking like a male lion and one looking like a very female lion. Uh, the male lion has a huge mane and everything like you would think of, of a lion. And the lioness, Pyroar, um, has like very a, a very long head of hair, kind of similar to um, a Pidgeot. Uh, in a way, now that I now that I'm thinking about it, um, very similar to like a Pidgeot. It doesn't have a huge mane, obviously, like the like the male version does. Um, and there's also two other Pokemon that have extremely distinct male and female forms. Um, not gonna even try saying the Japanese name, but they, it was leaked to Poke Beach that there would possibly be this new Pokemon called Meowstic, uh, and it was spelled a little bit differently. And according to that that source, this Pokemon was coming out, and obviously. This Pokemon, uh, that source was a good source, trusted source. Um, this Pokemon, Meowstic, is known as the Constraint Pokemon. I believe it is a psychic type, and it has two distinct um, uh, male and female forms. I actually think I talked about this Pokemon last week. And uh, its male form is uh, is darker. It has, like, blue fur or whatever with white accents. And its female form is uh, has white fur with blue accents on its fur very distinct different looking pokemon very similar to like nidoran uh nidorino nidorina and nido king and queen um how they look they are obviously of the same breed they're of the nidoran family but there is distinct male and female forms and i'm hoping they do this um from here on out with the rest of the Pokemon that we see in X and Y, very distinct, different looking male and female forms. Um, not so much that they look like two different Pokemon. Um, but as far as that, we can see, yeah, this is the male version of this Pokemon. This is the female version of this Pokemon, not just simply like, Oh, let's add uh, a little extra horn to its head or let's add, uh, you know, a little tuft of fur over here on its tail. So you can figure out the male and female version. No, that, that, that was a good try, you know, for the first five versions of Pokemon, the first five generations. But let's see more of this. I want to see more clear, distinct male and female versions of Pokemon. And this is a great start seeing Meowstic and then the Pyroar um, evolutions. This is very, very cool. I like this. Continue doing this. The Pokemon Company, Game Freak, whatever. It's awesome. Um, Let's see what else we're going to be talking about today. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it for all of the updates um, from last week. And okay, let's let's talk about this thing that I saw before we get into the uh, the gotta catch them all sweepstakes. Um, I actually saw on Facebook. I was just looking over on Facebook for a minute, and it's uh, a, a post from Bubble Garden. Um, and I'm just going to read some of it, you know, word for word. It says, I guess we're really, uh, we, uh, we were really, yeah, this, this is not correct at all. Okay. So I'm just going to say it in my own words. I guess we're really rolling into the uh, final weeks before release. Several articles from various sites have been published over the last few hours, detailing new things that will appear or won't in Pokemon X and Y. And they put a couple of bullet points of what might not happen and what will happen in Pokemon X and Y. 
Some of these I don't like, so let's go over the good news first. You can run from the very beginning of the game, uh, which is nice. You don't have to like go and get shoes or something now. Um, the Pokemon Center is still combined with the Pokemart, like black and white. Excuse me, like black and white was. And it also contains an area to customize your trainer's appearance, which is cool. Um, Pokemon will get experience when you capture the Pokemon it was fighting against. Um, so normally when you go into battle, you defeat the wild Pokemon and you gain experience, right? That's normal. Then when you go into battle and you catch that wild Pokemon, your Pokemon at least for the previous five generations, does not gain experience. But now it will. I guess it kind of makes sense. I mean, you are battling, and your Pokemon doesn't earn that experience at all. Um, Even though it does get experience battling, but you capture that Pokemon and you remove that experience that it could get. But now you do get that experience, which makes sense. Uh, I actually kind of like that. Uh, There are a lot of Pokemon from previous generations that will appear in the tall grass or flowery patches across the region, like Pidgey, Caterpie, Pikachu, Zigzagoon. Um, And the encounter rates will vary. God, please. I hope there's not an encounter rate episode after after X and Y comes out. Like, I will pull my hair out if we have to do an episode like that, but we'll see. Um, Encounter rates will vary depending on the color of the flowers you're walking through. And some Pokemon are exclusive to certain areas, which is normal. Okay. Here's the weird stuff. And these are just bullet points. There's probably more stuff that are, is around the internet. But um, the Pokemon, the overworld, is not going to be in 3D. That's fine. Uh, but battles will be in 3D. For those of us getting the 2DS, it's not that big of a deal. For those of you who don't even use the 3D feature on your 3DS, it's not that big of a deal. Okay. That's... Good and bad. Let's get into more bad stuff. Kalos Pokemon will not be getting Mega Evolutions. Now, I didn't mean just the starter Pokemon. I meant Kalos Pokemon in general. Why? I don't like this. So that means none of the Pokemon from the Kalos region will get a Mega Evolution at all. At all. I don't like that. That is extremely unfair, just like it says in this Bubble Garden article, uh, this Facebook post from them. It is extremely unfair. They said it seems a bit unfair. I'm saying this is extremely unfair. So none of the new starters get Mega Evolutions at all. Like, I was already, you know, you know, coming to the, coming to the point in my mind thinking that, okay, probably not every single Pokemon is going to get a Mega Evolution. But now the entire 6th gen is not going to get it at all. That sucks. I'm really bummed out with that. Let's get some more bummer news. Let's see. Okay, that, that was pretty much it, actually. Uh, one other thing. You can... Um, wait, no, I already said that. Um, Junichi Masuda has also confirmed that they are not trying to make the goal of the next Pokemon game to capture every Pokemon. Um, though this does not mean that you're not going to get a reward for doing so. Mostly, you know, usually in the games, there's like a a dude from Game Freak and he gives you like a diploma or whatever. Excuse me, for capturing all the Pokemon. Pokemon's main thing is collecting. The whole idea of Pokemon is that you got to catch them all. 
why is not the main purpose of these new games to capture all the Pokemon? That makes zero sense to me. I don't get it. I mean, what is the purpose of the games then? I mean, I know I get it. Like, okay, don't get me wrong. To have fun, to trade, you know, to you know, build a community, to, to make friends online, to make friends around the world, things like that. I get it. That makes sense. You know, to battle, things like that. To enjoy other aspects of the game, yes. But the whole... Oh, it's starting to lightning now. Great. But the whole idea of Pokemon is gotta catch them all. It says it on the front of the cartridge. Gotta catch them all. I, I don't get it. Oh, starting to thunder now too. Great. Okay, but I, I don't get it. Why is it every time I record that it starts raining? Not every time at least, but most of the times at least recently it rains while I'm recording. I don't know. Um, I don't know, honestly. I, I don't understand it. Why the new Pokemon don't get Mega Evolutions. That's something that really bums me out right now. But um, that's that's pretty much it. Actually, hang on. I have another quick thing to let you guys know over here. Where is the article? Where is the article? There you are. Okay, some uh, new stuff in the new Pokemon games as well. Uh, Grass, Ghost, and Electric-type Pokemon gain new effect resistances, which is kind of cool, so... That means Grass-type Pokemon are now immune to Powder and Spore moves. Uh, Ghost-type Pokemon are now immune to effects that prevent fleeing, like Block. If somebody's blocking a Ghost, the Ghost can just go right through you. That makes perfect sense. Electric-type Pokemon are also now immune to Paralysis. Um, I I guess that kind of makes sense, but not really at the same time. I don't know. Um some other cool features of the new games you can now record 10 second trainer pr videos pr meaning public relation uh pr videos uh of you and your pokemon you can customize the camera angle background music your pokemon's poses and their expressions kind of cool um i want to see exactly how this kind of goes you know i guess your pokemon in front of that like eiffel tower looking thing and you're like standing there posing and it's like a 10 second video um the Pokemon Global Link website will now have a mobile-optimized version that will be uh, open starting October 12th. Uh, the full version of the website will op- be open later on in October. Um, disconnecting from an online battle will result in a game loss. Makes sense. Um, some character updates. Team Flare. Um, their leading scientists are named... Jeez. Um, Man, it is going to start pouring... Uh, anyways, uh, Team Flare, the leading scientists, um, one is named uh, Celosia, uh, and she has the purple hair. Elena, she has orange hair. Uh, Broini, or Bi- I'm sorry, Byroni. Wow. Byroni, he has green hair. Mabel has blue hair. And Sorosic, uh, which is the guy. Oh, there's a guy there. He has red hair also. Uh, and Karune is a famous actress. Um, her name in English is uh, Diantha. Uh, Diantha is a famous movie star beloved by everyone in the Kalos region. She's also a Pokemon trainer who shows a lot of potential. Uh, she may even trade Pokemon with you um, sometime during your adventure. Um, so yeah, that's that's cool. Uh, those are some updates. Those are the news, a lot of the stuff that we've seen over the past week or so. Um so let's get into talking about the gotta catch them all sweepstakes. And now this is something that I'm sure a lot of you have entered in. If you haven't, it's cool. Go ahead and check it out. Um, 
So remember the video I, I showed, I let you, uh, we listened to together last week, um, that Gotta Catch Em All remix, that dubstepy thing. Okay, if you go to gottacatchemall.com now, it's actually a sweepstakes website. And unfortunately, I'm sorry for those of you who don't live in the United States. It's only for the United States. Okay. So, um, the sweepstakes started back on September 16th. It's currently the 19th. Um, started on September 16th, and it ends on October 6th. And uh, each week, um, somebody, uh, each week, I, I believe there's like 40 prizes each, every single week. Yeah, I think it's like 40 prizes every week. Um uh, that that you can win. First prize each week gets a um, the first uh, one person each week gets a Nintendo 3DS. Four people each week get a Pokemon Y Nintendo 3DS game download code. Four people get Pokemon X 3DS game download code each week. Um, Sixteen people get Pokemon plush toys. Nine people get uh, get Pokemon trading card and figure box, and twenty people. Um, each week get a Pokemon Black 2 and, po- and um, White 2 official na- national Pokedex and guide. So that's each week. There's 40 prizes each week. Um, now, these codes, apparently, according to the website, you go to gottacatchemall.com and it asks you for a code. I'm sorry if you hear raining in the background. Okay, but it, you go to gottacatchemall.com into your browser right now. It redirects you to like some weird websites like pokemon.promo.eprize dot com slash stuff so you go there and it asks you for a code a six digit code and what that code is i don't know i mean i do i'm gonna tell you but you don't know if you don't already um if you remember the gotta catch them all video from before there was a random code in the video xy1210 that is a six digit code Enter that in, and you get to sign up for the sweepstakes. You got to put in your first name, your last. Uh, got to put in your first name, your email, uh, and a screen name. And if you're under like 13 or something like that, you have to put in also your parents' email address or something like that. Um, I just put in my name, my email address, and my username, so I can log in. Um, when you log in, it'll show you a uh, like a like a block of 24 Pokeballs, and that means you can enter this sweepstakes 24 times per week as long as you have the codes and the codes according to the website are all over the internet quote unquote all over the internet um usually i'm assuming these would be found on pokemon websites or the pokemon company you know different websites from the pokemon company or nintendo or even game freak whatever uh, i actually just found a few codes i just did a google search pokemon gotta catch them all sweepstakes codes and I had a list of all of them for this week. Um, I have uh, not all of them work yet, uh, but most of the ones that I entered in do. If you can't find any of the codes, that would be a good option. There's also um, uh, they give you a free code in the um, uh, the the rule book thing, the um, Pokemon Gotta Catch Them All sweepstakes official rules. They have a PDF there, and it gives you a free code. That if you can't find any of the other ones, here's a free code that would work. Um, and this code is XY738A. Okay, so that's the letters XY, the number 738, and the letter A. And that is the free code that you can uh, get an extra submission per week. Um, I think this is very cool. Unfortunately, you know, not that I don't think this is awesome or anything, but the um, the price point, the total, what, what do they call it over here? 
the approximate retail value, the total retail value of all of the prizes throughout the four weeks is only just under $5,000. It's $486 and $4,860. That's not a lot of money when you think about it. I mean, the Pokemon company, Game Freak, and Nintendo, this is a gigantic company. um, And they're only giving prizes that are worth only $5,000. Not that I expect more, but I expect a little bit more from them. Um, Not that I'm going to win a prize or anything. I wish I do. That would be awesome. I would love to win a 3DS. Um, or even like the Black and White 2 Official National Pokedex and Guide, which I think I already have. No, never mind. I don't want to win that. Um, or maybe I do. I don't know. Um, but still, a lot of these prizes are really cool, and I'm sorry if you hear the rain in the background. It's starting to bug me. So that's 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 that, really. Okay, uh, pretty much the rules are... Um, uh, except we're prohibited, uh, all these sweepstakes things. It's really only available for the U.S. I'm sorry for those of you who don't live in the U.S. Okay, go ahead. Go to gottacatchemall.com. The sweepstakes, like I said, last for four weeks. Started on September 16th. The first week is from September 16th to September 20th, uh, 22nd, excuse me, uh, of 2013, obviously. This is all just 2013. The second week is September 23rd to September 29th. The third week is from September 30th to October 6th. The fourth week is October 7th to October 12th. And that is the day when Pokemon X and Y comes out. So that is it for all the news I have for today. Go ahead and enter those sweepstakes. So we see if maybe you guys can win something uh, from this Gotta Catch Em All stuff. I'm entering in myself as well. I hope I win something. And if I do, I will obviously let you guys know. Uh, And if you win something, please let me know. I would love to see if this stuff actually, you know, if anybody that listens to this show wins something. So that'll be awesome. So that is it for all the main stuff for today. Let's get into the Pokemon of the episode. Who's that Pokemon? The Pokemon of the episode today is Pokemon number 297, Hariyama. Hariyama is classified as the arm thrust Pokemon, which is what I'm doing right now because there's a fly flying around me. I'm thrusting my arm out. Go away. Um... Okay, so it is a fighting-type Pokemon. Um, it is from the third generation. Yes? Third generation? Yeah, it's from the third generation. Um, go away. Okay. Go away. Okay. Um, in in the wild, you can find Hariyama and its uh, base, of, uh, base evolved form, Makuhita, and, um, at a 75% male to a 25% female ratio in the wild. Um, Makuhita evolves is also a fighting type Pokemon. It is classified as the Guts Pokemon. It evolves to Hariyama at level 24. Now, in the um, actually, let's get to its um, its abilities. Uh, both Hariyama and Makuhita have the abilities Thick Fat, which is fire and ice type moves deal only 50% damage to you. Uh, Guts it raises your attack at 1.5 times when induced with a status. Uh, it's and those statuses are burn, paralyze, sleep, poison, and freeze. And normally, when you when you get burned, uh, the effect um, burns effect is actually it lowers your attack. So this is not applied because of the guts ability. Its hidden ability is sheer force. Moves with a secondary effect are increased in power by thirty three percent, but lose their secondary effect. Um, this is a good ability. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming this would... I mean, I don't really... I've never used 
uh, hit this hidden ability before, but I would have to assume a, a move like Double Edge, where you get hit with recoil damage, then you don't get hit with recoil damage because that is its, its secondary effect. Or this might even be stuff like you know when you well, what's the move? Yeah, hopefully, it has this move. Um, it does not have this move. You have this move, please. Doesn't have this move either. Anyways, uh, like a move like Body Slam is what I'm thinking of. There you go. It does have Body Slam, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. Okay, so a move like Body Slam, its secondary effect is possible paralysis. So the paralysis doesn't get into effect, but it's attack. But it's uh, uh, what's it called? It's if its power is increased by 33 percent, which is extremely significant by one third. Okay, let's go into Hariyama's base stats, which are extremely good. HP of 144, very good. Attack, 120. Um, defense, pretty low, 60. Special attack, 40. Special defense, 60. Speed of 50. It's an extremely slow Pokemon. I actually used this um, during my first run of Pokemon Sapphire back in the day. Um, it's, a, it's a very good Pokemon is when thinking about attack and it's HP, but at the same time, you know, it has very high HP, but its defenses, special and normal defense, are very low. So you kind of have to weigh the options there on how you're going to go ahead and, and maybe train it. Uh, but it's, it is a hard-hitting Pokemon, extremely strong, with a 120 attack, a uh, base attack. Um, I like Makuhita. I like Hariyama. It's a, good, it's a cool Pokemon. I have... Uh, like I said, I used one back in my days of Pokemon Sapphire. I think I even used one in Emerald when I was running through it. It's an awesome Pokemon. So that is, again, the Pokemon of the episode, the fighting type, number 297, Hariyama. So that is just about it, pretty much, for um, Pokedex Radio Podcast today. Again, go ahead and check out the sweepstakes. Go to gottacatchemall.com to check that out. Or you can check out all the things I talked about in today's episode at pokedexradio.com slash 54, and it'll also have the link to that Gotta Catch Em All stuff. Um, let's see, anything I wanted to talk about right before we end the show? Mm, I'm actually recording this show for the second time today because for some reason the audio came out terrible uh, when I recorded it the first time. I have no idea why. Um, but yeah, so don't forget to pre-order um, Pokemon X or Pokemon Y or both if you're deciding to get both. Um, and also the guidebook, which would be very cool to have. If you'd like to pre-order them uh, through my store, that would be awesome. I would love if you did that. Go to pokedexradio.com slash store. It takes you to my Amazon affiliate store, and you can purchase it. You can pre-order it there. And I also put other Nintendo and Pokemon games up there as well if you'd like to purchase those. Um, and I really do appreciate it if you guys go ahead and do that. Uh, and if you do, do it, you know, let me know. Send me an email. Feedback at pokedexradio.com so I can personally thank you on the show for doing so. Um, don't forget about the Palkia distribution as well. It's going to be over soon. Um, in uh, the United States, the Palkia distribution ends on September 29th and then Giratina starts on the 30th. Um, and pretty much everywhere else, um, the Palkia distribution ends on September 26th. Uh, and then Giratina starts right after that. And I believe in South Korea, it ends on October 6th, I want to say. Uh, Palkia, and then Giratina starts afterwards. Um, but yeah, don't forget to get your Palkia. Um, if you forgot Dialga, I'm sorry. Go get your Palkia instead. It'll be awesome. And then we'll talk about Giratina when that time comes. Again, don't forget to pre-order X and Y. 
don't forget to pre-order the guidebook at pokedexradio.com slash store. And if you don't have a 3DS, pre-order the 2DS. I did. I'm looking forward, actually, to getting the 2DS. Yeah, I'm not going to have the 3D features, but so what? I get to save 40 bucks. You know, do I want that extra feature? Yeah, it'll be cool. Um, but I don't know. Maybe one day when I get a little bit of extra cash, maybe I'll spring for a 3DS too. Because uh, usually I like collecting all the different Nintendo devices. I have the DS, I have the DS Lite, I have the DSi. Um, I don't have any of the XL versions, and I don't have the 3DS uh, or any of its XL versions as well. There's also the Pokemon 3DS, uh, XL, uh, like the special Pokemon versions that are coming out as well. But I'd say don't waste your money in spring for those. If you really want to collect all of them, then go ahead. But I really say stick with the 2DS as your best bet. You still get to play all of the new Pokemon games. And I was at GameStop today because I was taking my girlfriend to school and we had some time to kill. So we stopped by a GameStop near the University of South Florida where we where I used to go and where she still goes. And I saw a new game, The Legend of Zelda, and like not a link to the past, but it was like... A, the bridge of the future or something like that. I don't forgot what it was called, but it reminded me of a link to the past, which I thought was so cool. It's a, it's a, for the, for the three DS obviously. And I would love to get this game, but I'm going to have to wait because I don't even have the other ones for the three DS. Cause I don't even have a three DS. Um, but I don't know that game looks interesting. And if you pre-order that game from GameStop, I don't know if it's just from GameStop, but if you pre-order that game, um, that new legend of Zelda game for the three DS, you actually get an Oracle of seasons download code. Oh my goodness, that was the very first Legend of Zelda game I ever played. Oracle of Seasons and Oracle of Ages. And the reason I played those games, let's get on let's go on a tangent really fast. Uh it's like 53 minutes, we're good. The reason I played Oracle of Seasons and Ages is because there was two versions. A red one, which is Oracle of Seasons, and a blue one, which is Oracle of Ages. The cart the cartons that um they not the cartons, but the uh, the boxes that they came in were two different versions, and I was like, this is interesting. It's like Pokemon. It has two different versions. That's the reason I got into The Legend of Zelda, not even realizing that The Legend of Zelda would be so influential to video games, and so is Pokemon, but Legend of Zelda, I believe the uh, Ocarina of Time is still considered one of the best games, or is considered the best game ever created. And it's for the Nintendo 64. And they re-released and they re-released it for the Nintendo 3DS, which I am looking forward to purchasing it someday. Hopefully sometime next year. Or as a gift, if anybody wants to buy me that for Christmas or my birthday, which is like right before Christmas, that'd be cool. But anyways, that is pretty much it uh, for today's episode. Uh, you can go ahead uh, and subscribe to us if you haven't. If you use iTunes, just search Pokedex Radio in iTunes. Um, or you can actually go to pokedexradio.com slash iTunes, I think is the link, um, to um, be sent to like a page on iTunes or whatever, excuse me, and subscribe there. And if you do already subscribe on iTunes, please give us a rating and a review. And I read those every once in a while. When I see a new one pop up, I like to go ahead and read them. Uh, it just makes me feel good sometimes. And if you'd like to email me, I would love to have a conversation with you. Email me at feedback at pokedexradio.com. I would love to hear your opinions, not only on the show, but about Pokemon and stuff like that. Um, 
I don't know. I, I would love to hear from from the listeners of the show, and I'm sure you guys listening listen to other Pokemon shows as well. Pokemon podcasts like the Poke Podcast, like the uh, um, Striaton pod, uh, Radio Podcast, like the Bouncing Werelord. I'm probably some of you guys probably listen to the Pika P Podcast and others as well. I would love to get somebody from one of those shows as like a guest on Pokedex Radio sometime soon because uh, there's a lot of good Pokemon podcasts out there. One of the ones that I think are, are the one of the best right now I listen to. Obviously, the Pika P podcast is awesome. That girl goes into so much detail with these ep- with the Pokemon episodes. But I actually gave a try to the Striaton Radio podcast. Also, uh, you know, it's super effective. It's also really good too. I think it used to be called Leftovers, and then it was called It's Super Effective Now. They're also pretty good, um, but I think they curse a lot. I think their their show is explicit. I don't I don't want to get into that um, because I try to, you know, have a show good for everybody. Um, that's why I label it as, as, like, clean or whatever because I try not to curse when I'm on this show. Um, but those guys from Striaton Radio, they're pretty good, and they go to school here in Florida too. I wonder if they go to USF. If you're from Striaton Radio, or if you if you know them in some capacity, if you listen to their show, if you email them, whatever, have them contact me, or, or I might contact them myself, the guys from Striaton Radio. Um, I was listening to the, their latest episode, I think it was like their third anniversary episode, and they mentioned something to the effect that they go to school here in Florida. That's where I live, uh, here in Florida in the United States. And, um, what school they go to, I don't know, but I would, it would be so awesome if they lived here in Tampa as well. So then maybe we can go ahead and collaborate in person for Pokedex Radio and stuff like that. Unfortunately, there's other schools all, uh, you know, here in Florida. There's, you know, there's USF, which is one I went to, and there's also like uh, UCF, there's FSU, there's UF, there's FIU, there's UM, there's FAMU, there's what else? Come on, give me, give me more. There's... Um, UWF University of West Florida, which I think is like a like a military college or whatever. I think I'm not sure. Um, there's so many, and then there's community colleges. Ah, oh, let's not get into that. But that would be cool to hear from those guys. I might contact them myself. But if you know them, or if you are a host of another Pokemon podcast, contact me. Feedback at PokedexRadio.com. I would love to have you on as a guest, or I might just go email one of you guys myself. Probably the guys from Strayton Radio. They seem pretty cool. Um, and the guys from Pokemon are cool too. And the guys from every other uh, guys, girls, whatever from any other Pokemon podcast are awesome. Uh, we're a huge Pokemon community. I don't consider them competition in any way. I just consider them, you know, there are other broad, uh, you know, internet broadcasters that talk about the same stuff. We all love Pokemon, so let's try to bring it all together. I would love to have somebody as a guest on this show. Email me feedback at pokedexradio.com. But that is it for today's episode. Um, again, you can see the show notes over at pokedexradio.com slash 54. Um, and that is pretty much it. I just popped into the microphone. I'm sorry, but that is pretty much it for today's episode. Again, my name is Austin letting you know to live, laugh and catch them all. And we'll see you guys next time.
This podcast is a Flashlight Studios production. Copyright 2013, Flashlight Studios. For more information, you can visit us at flashlight-studios.com. And thank you for listening.